Silence! It's time! It's time! It's time for another episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Can you dig it, sucker? Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Welcome everybody to the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast, episode 43. I am your host, the Jack of Hearts. And with me this week, obviously, the founder type of episode, we have with us Knuckles. Knuckles, how you doing? Howdy ho there, neighbor. I'm doing good. Uh, couldn't make it last week due to my school schedule beating the shit out of me since it's almost the end of semester. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Actually, got to play a game or two today, which kind of saddening because I really didn't play. I put five hours into the character creation. <laughs> but I'll, be, I'll get to that in a minute. How are you doing, Gabe? Well, you know what? I could be doing a lot better. Or, I mean, Jack. Oh, well. <clears throat> oh, well, Gabe, Jack, whatever. Bleep that out. Bleep, bleep, uh, bleep that out, uh, Ginger Boy. <laughs> Alright. Well, yeah, well, to answer your question, I I could be doing better this week. But, hey, it's still the rest of the week is still ahead of me. So, hey. But uh, I've just been spending most of my time just, like, playing some random games and stuff like that in the PS3. A little bit more of like Pokemon stuff, but I'll get into it a little bit later, though. But I'm really wanting to know, hey, Ginger Boy, how you doing, dude? <laughs> I am I am doing great. I have made the worst mixed drink ever created. Um, You've added you, Fig Newtons in, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, Let me guess. Be a plus. Dinky Doodle, but instead of Blue Gatorade, you chose low-calorie Fruit Punch. What? Yeah. It's bad. It's awful. <laughs> dude, late, letting you know, low calorie Gatorade sucks. Period. No, what? You do not diss G two. I love G two. Oh drink God. it every day. I don't. I don't diss G two. I diss low calorie G oh two. <laughs> it's really, really bad, guys. With the vodka and the G two. <laughs> oh yeah. I made a bad decision. Well, it could be worse. You've been doing a Farva and do the Milo challenge here. <laughs> oh, I, I almost, I almost did it. I, I was at the store the other day and I was like, oh. But then Milo again, right you there. second thought about having a heart attack, so you're just like, oh, yeah. No, I think I'll go with the vodka. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is bad. I'm gonna drink it, but it's terrible. I'm not wasting this vodka. It's Grey Goose. It's very expensive. <laughs> it's thirty-five dollars a bottle. Yep. It's expensive. Oh my god, yeah. it's bad. It's really bad. Oh, my God. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, I guess that's a little signal to go into what we've been playing this week. So, you know what? I'm just going to be a little bit random, and I'm just going to... Uh, I'll just go with Knuckles right at the moment. Hey, Knuckles, how have you been... I mean, what have you been playing? <laughs> how have I been playing? I'm playing hard. I'm playing off the streets like Thompson, bitch. Oh, man. No, uh... I played a couple games. Um, 
I think last, last yeah, last Tuesday they uh, Konami released a new uh, Yu-Gi-Oh game for the Xbox. How is that? Uh, well, apparently Yugi became a doctor because the name of the game is called Yu-Gi-Oh MD. <laughs> House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yugi goes around solving people's uh, solving people's cancer with his dark magician. <laughs> I'd play that game. I, you know, I'd watch that show. <laughs> actually, would be kind of fun. <laughs> I would probably okay. actually watch that show. A house, a house Yu-Gi-Oh mashup. I'd be down for that. Oh but, my god, uh, then you would have like you, Then yeah, you would have like freaking Kyber or someone's the rival MD Or something like that, using his blue eyes white dragon Just to cure AIDS <laughs> or something like that Well yes, yes, Yugi, I know you want it It's not really, it's not really a rival If you're both curing people For fucking horrible you're, diseases You're trying you're to one-up each, each other, you know like the, 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 you know, the friendly rivalry I got AIDS, I got lupus <laughs> <laughs> Just too competitive oh. like, uh, like faculties or something One run by Yugi, the other run by Kaiba And stuff like that well, I'll tell you what, Yugi. Hey, let's go into the shadow realm where we deal with fucking sexually transmitted <laughs> diseases. And then, and then in the end, you find out that Yu-Gi-Oh created all diseases. <laughs> the Pharaoh oh, created no. all diseases. <laughs> yeah. We're fucking. Uh, nerds. but um. <laughs> hey, you you ended up with that fucking uh, comment, so don't yeah. just us. But um, if you played, uh, it's actually Yu-Gi-Oh! Millennium Duels, which um, goes across all four top series from the original Yu-Gi-Oh! to, uh, what was that shitty Zexel? one that came out? Oh, GX. The one with oh, on the, the motorcycles? Yeah, GX. Uh, GX, that was 5Ds. Oh, okay. And then Zexel. Oh, God, it's bad. So... <laughs> the but, drink uh... and the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's play card games on motorcycles. So basically, yeah. it just goes from the the most interesting Yu-Gi-Oh series all the way up but, to uh, the not so great. Then all of a sudden, it's down to the absolute shittiest of the shit. <laughs> yeah, it's going from like Dosekis basically. to like Millowite. Wow. Go, well, but, said, um, you said most interesting, so Dosekis and never mind you guys. But um, I kind of want to know what's in between Dosekis and Millowite. Um, but um, but heavy. The, an- as, as the I was answer saying, is Zima. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you play the Game Boy Advance game, uh, I think it's not the sacred. Is the sacred cards that it's just uh, pictures of characters from the series. Uh huh. And you just progress on five at a time. Hmm. Oh, what was that card game? Uh. Jack. Okay, card game. Which one? Um, Eternal, Eternal, yeah, Eternal oh Duel of Souls. Where it has that little gray brat background and whatnot, and you're just going through the five Oh, yeah, that one. Was that like the Game Boy Color game? <laughs> that was oh, the Game Boy Advance one. one. Okay, that was like one of the first ones. But uh, Millennium Duels basically... Yeah. yeah. But basically Millennium Duels uh, goes to that as like, first off, you're playing through... Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! series where their first bracket of five is Taya, that grandpa <laughs> guy, um, Bandit Keith, Pegasus, and some other guy. Like, the other guy's not even worth it. I think it might be Tristan. <laughs> no one cares about But, uh, yeah, you go through up that. You go basically a uh, tournament style where you uh, fight one person to progress mm-hmm. up the ladder and then uh, 
move on to the next set as it gets progressively harder then after you beat whoever's champion that may be uh, Yami or whatever who the fuck it is you move it unlocks uh, Yu-Gi-Oh GX and you just do the same thing hmm there, there's a reason why I love this game and the reason why I hate okay. this game. And I hate this game is because it's hard for new players. Because if you've mastered uh, 5Ds like I did, all the cards you've unlocked through that game carry over to Millennium Duels. And which, again, is the same problem uh, Decades, Duel, Decades Duel Plus gave to newcomers. Oh boy. Like there's so many fucking there's so many fucking cards. The rules are updated now, and so like they've updated the tournament style. So the cards that you can use more mm-hmm. than one of in Millennium in Decade Duels is now uh, banned in Millennium <laughs> Duels. So that do so it gives you that upgrade. Okay, now you're playing up more the current uh, current rules. For it's tournament like now you style. can use like one, but, you can uh, use like about two or three mirror fours. Like what? <laughs> yo, dude, I know, seriously, I know, you can. I've seen the rules. <laughs> like you can use three mirror forces, but you can't have a fucking mastery <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking. It's so retarded. funny, like a free monster destroying but, like, card, and all of a sudden, yeah, like, one free saying? monster reborn things like, oh no, 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 no. That's too much for them. Nope, we can't. We're gonna we give can't them monster, We're gonna give them monster reincarnation. They gotta donate the card. <laughs> yeah, it's like they can't. Also, they're not allowed. Harpy's feather does are just stand chance uh-huh. of attacking. Because I have three Scarpire and scarecrows and <laughs> three monsters on their side of the field can attack, and I get to keep the card oh, face God. down. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm getting <laughs> way too nerdy into this. But uh, yeah, um, basically, it's hard for noob. If you're playing a person that imported their uh, saved game from Decades mm-hmm. Tools to a new one, you're pretty much not going to stand a chance to anyone who already oh, has that's a deck good. made. Well, they still have some sort of advantage on it. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, expert players are always going to have an advantage on newcomers anyway. But like the way they did is like Decades Tools had so many cards in that game. Now there's so many more cards. Like with the upgraded series, because now they have this fucking special fusion. Okay. Where you don't even tribute the monsters, you just put the cards on <laughs> top of each other, and then just special summon a card on that. And if that card gets destroyed, you just destroy one of the no cards whammies, at no the whammies, bottom. No whammies. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You. Just, you. The basically the monster you're attacking isn't the monster that you destroy. You just destroy one of its life Wait, sources. Wait, couldn't you do something similar to that in Magic? I mean, Jesus Christ, I, I, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I'm not too sure about Magic the Gathering, though, but... <laughs> but I've, I've enjoyed it. Like, I love uh, fighting familiar faces and, like... Which, they've also added a little something different where... Instead of that retarded little redhead, that retarded guy in the red hat that has his hat okay. over his eyes... You, you basically can choose your own yeah, icon. Well, now. hey, at least that's that's okay. <laughs> At least it's better than uh, what they yeah. were doing the alternative. He's like, okay, so now you're a no-name. But now you have a no-name <laughs> with a face. 
Have you come across <laughs> anybody like in the online thing where their freaking yeah. online profile or some their profile image is like a penis? I haven't played on. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> I want to do that now. Oh my god! I, I would... seriously do now. I want to go take pull out my old Xbox oh, no. Live Vision cam and just snap a picture <laughs> of my dick. <laughs> It's like, yep, you don't mean oh you have God, to suck it. Kids. Oh. oh, God. Well, anyway, Knuckles, was there anything else you've been playing? Uh, I've been playing, um, I've been getting back into uh, WWE 2K14, oh, okay. which if you, which earlier I referenced that I've been in a fucking character creating stream for five Why hours. Five hours? The same thing is though, when I get into those games, I create me, and I created myself when I wrestled. So, right, that took fucking forever to do. I I tried to create my attire, which halfway through I'd say, "Fuck it, just give me something that looks like a fucking <laughs> phoenix." And I used that, and was like, "Okay, I'm done now." Oh, now I get to create my moves. That's another two hours. I I just I'm just saying, like with the uh, WWE 2K14, I'll go a little bit into that once I, uh, like, get around to it, but, uh, yeah, I know it's pretty deep, though, in terms of, like, what you can do to customize for that feature, too. <laughs> yeah. All, all those wrestling games are, except for, like, that TNA game that came out fucking six years ago. <laughs> I know, I didn't hear that one was particularly that great. It was pretty Oh, awful. I nearly platinum. I nearly perfected it, except for the online achievements. God, suck. online achievements in wrestling games just suck. I mean, they really. Well, see, there was a couple. There was a couple good ones where you like get a thirty win streak in yeah. two thousand eight, get a fifty win streak in yeah. two thousand seven. Like I did both of those, but I had a friend help me. Okay, I'm gonna start to go into Ginger Boy since he has played some that's different from uh, wrestling at the moment. So, Ginger, what you been playing? Yeah. Um. So I went out and I uh, picked up uh, Rayman Legends. Uh, it came out, I believe, last year. It was on the Wii U. Yeah. Um, it was initially supposed to be a Wii U exclusive, and it came out on the 360 and PS3. Yes. Picked it up. It's actually, um, it's only 40 bucks, or That's um, pretty good. $185, $185 Canadian. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. It's actually a really fun game. Um, it's it's the sequel to Rayman Origins. Uh, it's, it's a fun platformer. Uh, controls are solid. I think um, it's a lot of fun. One of the things I really like about it is that uh, the last uh, last level on every world is like a weird. It's like it's this fun like music level, like where you go through oh, yeah. the level and you go with the beat. Like the first level is um, or the, the end of the first world is um, Black Betty. Yeah, bad. So like, family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like you'll be jump. Like if you jump, it'll hit like with the exact tone of the music, or like you you kick some an enemy, it'll do like the drum will go with it. it's. It's really cool. Um, I don't know. I would. I'll make it quick, just because it's an older game. But I would say if you are a fan of platformers and uh, in desperate need of something to play, uh, it's a solid pickup for forty bucks. Um, I also picked up uh, Tower Towerfall Ascension. Yeah. Uh, I've only played the first two levels, um, and I'm not. I'm not really liking it so much. I. It's there's no. There's no uh, like online multiplayer. It's only you know, in person multiplayer. Uh, um, it's kind of a weird one of those games that only has a yeah and it's like it's almost like it's kind of like it's got like the same kind of graphics as like a joust like obviously HD a joust in HD right but like you can actually go like 
left to right, up and down through the screen, and you come back up. Like if you go up through the screen, you'll come through the bottom, or if you go to the left of the screen, you'll come back through the right. And basically, you just fight waves of enemies, um, and you have arrows, and you shoot. Like I think you start with five arrows, and then if you like, you shoot them, then you go pick them up. Everything. I don't. Know, I, I think if I if if I had like if I bought this and had people to play it with, it'd be a lot of fun. Um, but for no online and pretty simplistic gameplay, uh, it's not. I think if I would have picked it up for five bucks, it would have been a. I think I would have been okay with it, but I paid fifteen for it. Yeah. Um, I think that's a little steep. If if you could see it for like if you see it on sale for like eight bucks, maybe I'd say. Give it a shot, but no, fifteen dollars is way too high. Yeah, for I remember picking it up like for about uh, when it went on first went on sale on PSN during that same week. I uh, got it for like yeah. about twelve bucks or so, like that. I yeah, it was on sale the first week it was out. I think like with that game though, I uh, let's see, you've only played like maybe the first couple levels and stuff. Have you like gotten like into like uh, let's say the variety of different weapons or something like that you can use in that game? Like, no, I really hope there are different weapons. There are there the uh, archer sucks. <laughs> I hate being the archer. I'm actually like uh, the thief, like inside the game. I've been playing through as the thief, though. I've been just, uh, I've gone through a couple stages and stuff where, yeah, the thing does, like, switches up its variety during the the whole quest mode stuff. But there are specific arrows and stuff where, like, they're, like, drill arrows and stuff. So you can actually, like, uh, say, let's say you're next to a wall. You can actually shoot the wall behind you, and it'll go back and hit your opponent that's, like, the other side. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, blindside him. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... I'm definitely gonna keep playing it uh, and give it a little more of a shot, but I just for right now that's kind of my initial impression with the game. I also picked up SteamWorld okay. Dig on PS4. Um, I have not got a chance to play it though, so I'll probably I'll talk about that next week. Okay, Is, was there anything else that you wanted to touch upon, Ginger Boy? Nope. Okay, that's I'm it. gonna go a little bit upon what I've been playing and stuff. I also picked up SteamWorld Dig as well, but uh, I didn't pick it up for the PS4. No, I picked it up for the 3DS. <laughs> oh, nice. How much? How much is it on 3DS? Well, it I'm was like curious. about nine bucks, really. So it okay, was like about, I paid. I paid well, like a. I paid yeah, a like about a dollar or okay. so, like less or something like that. It's really not that bad at all. I mean, if you buy it for like say the PS4, the PS3, you get like the. I think you get like the Vita version for free as well. Yeah, I think it has a cross. So yeah, it's it's pretty much like um, pick your poison type of things. I mean, I picked up that. I picked up uh, Advance Wars on the Wii U eShop, and I haven't had a chance to play through it nice. yet. But uh, I'm so. very excited to do that because I had Advance Wars. I played it to a certain extent, got tired, got rid of the game, but I'm willing to try it again. But uh, no, what I've been mostly playing over the week has uh, been a mixture of yes, WWE 2K14 and. Uh, Let's see. Pokemon Black. I have a little bit of an update for this whole Nuzlocke challenge that I started last week. Well, real quick, after you um, after you talk about Pokemon, I want to leave okay. you something real quick. So, just go okay. ahead and continue. So, for Pokemon Black, I left off where I just got past like the first gym and stuff where uh, I I did I did pretty well and stuff like that. I had a full party of 6. I went through to the second uh the second gym, and uh, oh no, I was not that fortunate at all. <laughs> well, let's just say by the end of the match, it all came down to my uh, Rock and Rolla Rochette, which is like uh, like this rock type Pokemon that has the ability Sturdy, which it could withstand like two like uh, two. Basically, if the Pokemon gets a critical against it, it could still survive like with one HP left. <laughs> and uh, my Timpole, which is like uh, I nicknamed him Freddy because you know you know. Whatever. And uh, 
basically I end up losing four Pokemon throughout that whole like gym battle because of a goddamn Watchhog, which it looked like some sort of like demonic fucking like weasel. You know, <laughs> the whole thing about this like character is this Pokemon Watchhog and stuff. It had Retaliate, which is a move where if uh, the Pokemon before it faints, the power of that move doubles. So I had just uh, gotten out uh, the gym leader's like uh, Herdier, which is like some sort of freaking crazy like uh, Terrier type of uh, Pokemon, like dog Pokemon. And uh, basically, my whole battle thing went about like this: It's like, okay, I put in one Pokemon. I do a little bit of damage. Oh, okay. Retaliate. It's dead. Oh, oh, that's nice. Another creature. Put it in. Retaliate. <laughs> that happened like about three straight times until finally for the fourth Pokemon that I end up losing was like, it got it down to the, like a little bit of sliver and all of a sudden, Super Potion. God damn it. <laughs> but uh, how I ended up winning was really funny because I had my Rugged Roll-Up like, use the move Rock Blast, which does, like, about 20 damage or so. So it's, like, chipping away at this Pokemon's health. And she had already exhausted all of her, like, uh, items and stuff like that. It literally came down to, like, one move where I actually beat her and uh, the gym leader. And so here I am. I had to get rid of four Pokemon, you know, because <laughs> of the whole Nuzlocke thing. And uh, I had two Pokemon in my party up until Pinwheel Forest and stuff where I actually now... I'm right at the moment, I'm right past the third gym. I got past Berg because I had four Pokemon in my party. I got uh, a Swaddle, which is like a combination like Grass Bug type Pokemon where it looks like uh, a Caterpillar and stuff, but it evolves, fully evolves into this, uh, like a Mantis or so like that. And I got this thing called a Duramaka, which is basically like a fire type, like a, like a fire like uh, orangutan, pretty much. So uh, I'm using these four Pokemon, which is actually kind of funny because it's it's kind of balancing out with each other, you know, fire, water, like uh, grass and stuff, and I have some like uh, rock, which I know I'm going to be using for the the rock type Pokemon I'm going to be using for like uh, the next gym leader. But other than that, <laughs> I'm just still chugging along. I'm like eleven and a half hours into this Nuzlocke run, and uh, well, I could be doing worse. <laughs> But, uh, Knuckles, what did you want to lead off after my Pokemon talk here? I was asking you, uh, do, I do like you like Legos? Legos? Yeah, somewhat. <laughs> if you, uh, download Minecraft for the PC, you can get this mod where you, all you do is play Pokemon in a 3D <laughs> environment. <laughs> and it is fucking oh, addicting. Is. There's you basically these worlds where you basically you can either go to wherever you want, just like build your house and collect all the Pokemon, or there's these uh, servers where you just go through, yeah. start off at Pallet, and all the way around you basically search town to town like uh, Red and Ash did. Oh my god! In the series. that just sounds crazy. It's fucking fun. Oh my! Um, the server I'm creating. I got level 100 uh, oh, shiny man. Arcanon. <laughs> of course, I spawned it, but hey. <laughs> it's my world, my <laughs> yeah, rules. No but uh, I'd be if you want a cheap, if you want a twenty dollar Pokemon game yeah. you haven't played yet, I would recommend downloading Minecraft for the PC. And your computer, oh boy, can anybody's run computer it. can run it. I mean, Minecraft can basically run on maybe some of the most like minimum settings, and you still would get a lot out of it. I would assume. Yeah, 
And uh, if you're ever bored and have $20 to spare, buy Minecraft to the PC and then download the Pixelmon mod. And you'll you'll probably have more fun with that Pokemon game than you have with the <laughs> Maybe ones. so, you know. That sounds like an idea. I might actually give that a try. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to get in a little bit to like, maybe like a little bit inside 2K14 since we've already talked a lot about like wrestling games so far. But uh, I've experimented a little bit with the universe mode, which went through my, my creative character, got the WWE Championship, did this, did that. Tried the whole, like, uh, rivalry stuff with Big E Langston, which was actually kind of funny. Because uh, it's just so generic, because he's either going to do a run-in or, like, uh, like beat on my opponent or something like that to make sure he gets into the, like, title match or something against me or doing this and doing that. But it was, like, an epic series of, like, uh, blows. I kind of like how they did the whole rivalry feature it's like new to universe mode for 2k14 where you could establish two characters facing off against one another like it it's it goes from like either like a week four weeks or 12 weeks is like the longest that you can do a rivalry so you could potentially get like two characters like say from uh like maybe a few pay-per-views like say like extreme rules maybe maybe a couple like all the way to wrestlemania i like that but uh I want to talk a little bit about the online here for WB2K14 because, uh, yeah, that really pissed me off, like, last night when I was playing. Because uh, my first experience with the online mode, the first match I go into, I'm playing as the Macho Man Randy Savage, right? And, ooh, yeah! <laughs> and the first person I end up facing against is uh, this dude online who's uh, using a creative character, right? And uh, wouldn't you know it, the creative character he's using is RoboCop. <laughs> so I'm just getting this big old mental image right now. It's like Macho Man Randy Savage versus RoboCop in an epic one-on-one battle. <laughs> I would watch that movie. <laughs> I know, I know, it just sounds so awesome. But literally, the match was—he was kicking my ass almost throughout this entire match, right? And the of course, and the only way I could actually do some damage on him is when I got him into a damn abdominal stretch. Now this match—it was like an Iron Man match. Oh, so God. it was long, it was drawn out, and uh, <laughs> he had like about three or four like pins or like wins against me, and I actually caught up and surpassed him like about like I like I made him tap out like about three or four times with the abdominal stretch. <laughs> but uh, what ended up happening was he actually got one more pin, and I like during the last ten seconds or so like that, but I won like about like what six to five. <laughs> But uh, that's more than most armor matches. Yeah, I know. But uh, any every match I've played afterwards has been like with other people, like say like with creative characters or other stuff. Which is it's just basic bullshit, you know, because they have their moves that are like muddled after like special moves, like uh, Knuckles was just saying earlier with his problems with uh, Raw vs SmackDown 2007 and stuff like that. Oh man, but yeah, it's like I would get into these random matches and stuff like that, but. Uh, what would piss me off most about these matches is I would go, I would fight, right, and all of a sudden my opponent would do a pin on me, and even when I go to try to kick out and stuff, actually get into the green bar where I'm supposed to kick out, it automatically counts to three. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's glitched oh, pinning. Oh, like, one, three! No, it's like, one, two, I would actually get it before the three count, and it just counts with three. I'm like, what the hell? I was supposed to kick out there. There's a pinning glitch on 2K14. That's oh, unacceptable. 
It's really unacceptable. Uh, you're, you're you're mad about a pinning glitch. There was a glitch. People used to do yep. this. You, they throw, create a normal match with ring boundaries. Yeah. They throw you at the ring. And all they did was just hold down X, yeah. square, and uh, whatever the grapple button was over your head. Yeah. And it would freeze you. What? And they were running the ring, you get the tank out, and you're out. Well, that sounds like a complete bullshit. But anyway... <laughs> well, there wasn't, like, all bad stuff. I mean, I had a couple matches with one of my friends, like, uh, that I know in real life and stuff on uh, the PS3. And uh, we had a couple of fun matches. Like, he was Roman Reigns, I was Dolph Ziggler. We are just, like, like, just beating each other and stuff. He's, like, kicking my ass throughout the entire match as Roman Reigns. Up until, like, I started to get a little bit of momentum. I used Ziggler's, like, a signature, and all of a sudden I got the finisher, the zigzag, and I pin him for the three count. I'm like, oh my god, that was awesome. <laughs> but what was better than that, we were doing this ladder match. And I won't forget this. We're doing this ladder match. He's Macho Man Randy Savage. I'm Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And we're just, like, fighting each other and stuff, just pulling off all those various, like, uh, signatures and finishers and stuff like that. And, uh... Conveniently, I think I had placed a ladder, like, inside the... Like, near the the right part of the ring and uh, we're both climbing up right he's thinking that he's gonna go and punch me off the freaking ladder but i managed to press the triangle button just exactly when i get up there to do a special and i freaking superplex him off the ladder outside the ring <laughs> below <laughs> oh man and all of a sudden i just get a little t- little message on facebook it's like oh god damn it i'm dead <laughs> Because he had literally thrown the controller because I just did that shit. It was just so hilarious. And, of course, I go up there and I grab the suitcase. So it's like... <laughs> it was just hilarious. But, uh, anyway, there's one last thing I want to say before we get on to the actual topic. Since we're kind of running a little bit long here. Um, today, I actually started getting into a little bit of Demon Souls. <laughs> hmm. But uh, I'm thinking of having to, like, restart my save file because I started off as a knight, and, uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't really think I chose the right choice. Because <laughs> I'm going through the beginning stage, like, 1-1. One, one one. I'm barely, like, just getting past, like, certain guards and stuff, and it's like, oh, my God. I mean, the game isn't, like, hard-hard, but I probably would do a lot better if I actually had the right character class and do this and do that. <laughs> but uh but yeah you know i'm just gonna give it a little bit more of a try because it's it's starting to kind of like click with me a little bit okay i gotta do this i gotta do that oh i gotta use some sort of magic against this dude but uh anyway that should do it here for what i've been playing so let's let's get into the actual topics here <laughs> Yeah, let's let uh, Gingerboy Yeah, talk. let's let him talk. He's been, <laughs> he's been mostly, like, unusually quiet throughout this past, like, ten minutes. So let's just go on to, like, a topic that I know... Hey, Vincent, what have you been playing? <laughs> <laughs> cool <Okay>. story, bro. <laughs> he's been playing some niche in E-Title, so... Let's okay, go let's on. go ahead with a topic here that uh, I think Gingerboy will be having a little bit that uh, warm to him and stuff. What did I say about setting me up for stuff I can't I can't meet? Let's talk God. about The Last of Us on PS4. Ah! <laughs> Every freaking time you set me up, and I just I fail. <laughs> uh. 
You can't reach that climax. No, I'm, it's very disappointing. Okay, so basically, The Last of Us for PS4 has been confirmed, like it has been like by different Sony people over the past week. It will be coming to the PS4 this summer, and it'll have its DLC. It will be boosted up in graphics, obviously, because they've been working on it apparently since right after completing the PS3 version. And it's going to be sold for $60. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Done. <laughs> He's going to rent it. Yeah, I probably will. Run it the, I'll run it the first time. No, like, like I said uh, a few weeks ago when we talked. Oh, no, then in this case, he's probably going to buy yeah, it. Yeah, I probably won't buy it. Uh, no, so... He's going to buy it and then seven days later return it. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Gotta get that, that money, money, yeah, yeah. No, um... I don't, I, I, like, like I said a few weeks ago, but when we initially talked about it, was that I, I think it's a mistake to put this game at 60 bucks. I understand it comes with all the DLC, but there's like one DLC pack, so I can't really piped up too much um and you can actually get last of us for about twenty dollars on ps3 now and then yeah. get the dlc for like i think it's 10 or 15 yeah so for 35 bucks you can get the exact same thing there i understand there's updated graphics but do you do you really want to you know spend extra 25 dollars just for some nicer graphics if you already have a ps3 that is i mean i imagine if you have a ps4 it's perfectly fine but I don't know it's just kind of like uh, earlier this year, Tomb Raider came out for sixty bucks when it was on when it released over a year ago before that, and it was the the game was on the three sixty PS for fifteen dollars at that time. I, don't, I, I imagine it'll still sell well, but I just think sixty dollars is a mistake. Like I got Rayman Legends, forty bucks. You know, I think that's a perfect spot for a uh, for a updated, a barely updated game that's less than a year old. Yeah, I see it actually selling. I see it like uh, selling better if it would have been like down to say forty bucks, like uh, like Rayman Legends was for the PS4. But I could still see people going through and buying the game when it finally does release. Because this, I see this really appealing to the people who didn't have a chance to play The Last of Us before investing inside of a mm-hmm. PS4. Like, say they missed that title or something. Those are going to be the people that are going to be going out and purchasing this game, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't, I don't really. I imagine most people that just, I mean that game just came out less than a year ago. I don't, I don't think there's a lot of people wanting to go back and play that game. If they do, they still have it. So, well, I'm not gonna lie though. It does sound kind of interesting and stuff. I'm, I'm just gonna see what happens during the summer. Maybe I'll be interested in playing that game. Maybe not. But uh... <laughs> yeah, if, like I said before, I, mean, I might rent it if there's nothing at all to play this summer. But that's as far as I'll probably go with it. All right, hey Knuckles, what do you think about it? Well, I didn't. I played. Uh, I played about three hours of it on the PS3, and uh, probably gonna. Pick, I might pick it up if there's something else to play, and uh, hopefully I can get through it this time. Like, other than that, I figured it would come out since that's a major Sony title, and uh, it it could probably. Uh, sales for the PS4. Really? Right. Like, no, not I'm not talking about, like, actual people are going to buy the console for the okay. game. I'm talking about hits. Like, people are actually going to be online for it. Okay. Alright. 
I'm, I'm not talking about people are going to buy the right. system for. I was wondering. I'm like, that's really? fucking ridiculous. I can, I can get the console. And, I can get the PS3 and the, and the Last of Us for like a hundred bucks right now. So. Yeah, I think GameStop has a deal where you can get pay two hundred sixty dollars, get a three hundred, get two hundred fifty gig PS3 and six games for free. No, it's ten games under ten dollars. Yep. So you can get like you can get all the EA game, EA sports games from two thousand seven. The thing is, wasn't there wasn't there and, an actual bundle like not too long ago that was being sold around Christmas where it was like a two hundred fifty gig? I think it was like a PS three or something with The Last of Us. Yeah, for like two fifty or something like that. Yeah. But, but uh, you, if, yeah. if you look hard enough, you can get a PS three for like a hundred bucks nowadays. Well, yeah, if you want to get it used yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I found mine for like a hundred twenty dollars. Yeah. I know I've had my PS three, my uh, current model PS three here since like about two thousand eleven. Or so like that, just updating from my old uh, big fat PS3 that I had <laughs> since 2008. But uh, anyway, speaking about more like uh, like PlayStation or Xbox stuff related stuff, let's go ahead. What is it about this GTA 5 here with the heists exactly? Well, Rockstar has officially announced that uh, their heists are coming out this spring sometime. Huh. <laughs> that's it <laughs> I know like, they said that last like summer too yeah they did hey guys the heist will be coming soon well they, they really couldn't say it last summer when the game went yep. even out well yeah but they were talking about how they are going to have heist online they'll be coming soon after the launch that's what I'm saying technically this is soon after launch <laughs> yeah. yeah nine months not, is still soon yeah a month later yeah. I don't know I think the timing of it is really just like Hey, it's not five years after the damn time. Well, I think, I think if it's the, there's rumors about this game about Grand Theft Auto Five also being a Xbox One and PS4 port. Um, it's also coming out to PC soon if it's not already. So I, I actually think, no, the PC things, uh, PC things been is fake. Oh, it, okay. I thought it was. It okay. was confirmed. Wait. It was confirmed yeah. fake because of the various like. Uh, I think there was. There was also one that was uh, 18 gigs, and it was just malware. Oh, oh, shit. Which, if you're an idiot who thinks you're going to get a GTA 5 port, or GTA 5 port in a zip file, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what? I mean, the common sense things, you don't download a zip file and then go forth and just, like, thinking, oh, okay, all the game is in here, and, you know, just... Ugh. Yeah. Unzip, now you got... A shit ton of porn. <laughs> hey, that's a win-win, you know. You either got Grand Theft Auto Five or porn. I, mean, I, I wish, I wish for the people who did that, it was the porn that was in that little mini mission where you're going into the IT office. Uh, you know that oh mission where you're yeah. like wearing those fucking outfits, and you had to kill all those ads. If it was those <laughs> advertisements, oh, I thought you were referring to the one where like, uh, like I, what was like Michael or something infiltrated that uh, that one like. Uh, like business or something like that that looked like a ripoff of like Apple or Google or whatever the hell it was and stuff and had to delete all the cookies. <laughs> yeah, you had to delete all the cookies, that stuff. Yeah, if it was those fucking porn advertisements <laughs> it would it would make the it would make it so much more funnier. Find singles uh, in your area. Anyway. <laughs> uh, San Andreas. <laughs> no, if I think if if it is true though that it's come on the PS4 and Xbox One um, I think this might be good for it, but I think at this point, uh, with the new consoles being out, it's it's by the time we get it, it's say May at the earliest. We're talking nine months. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think it's a little too late. I think there's still gonna be a decent, there's still a decent amount of people playing it. I know that, but I think you've lost a huge percentage of the people that want to play that game online. I think it's just too little, too late to get that big uh, surge that you're wanting. Yeah, I kind of agree with that because I mean they had a lot of problems with the online thing in the beginning of it, you know, the launch, and they yeah. delayed a lot of the heist stuff where they promised they would have some sort of like online heist and stuff like maybe within the first what the first couple months mo- of it yeah. of releasing, and they had not even remotely come close. And now they're thinking about like putting heists out now, which is like what almost like nine or so months or so past the release date of the game. It's like no, no. Nope. A lot of people are not even going to care about that. They're just going to go ahead and just uh, go back, just do something else. Well, you got to remember, uh, GTA 4 released DLC like four years after the game came out. Yeah, but out. that's DLC. This is online. I mean, I think there's... I... Online DLC, pretty much. Well, yeah, but it... I mean, that, though. I mean, these are heists and stuff. Weren't the other ones just like uh, like add-ons and stuff? Like various, like, Lost in the Damned and, like, uh, the Ballad of Gay Tone yeah. and stuff? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm ready for I'm ready for this to be out just so people will quit bitching yeah, really. about it. Second off, so I can get fucking DLC for the game. Hmm. Like good DLC, not business updates and fucking Saint Valentine Day massacre bullshit. Like I want good DLCs, like story mode and maybe like right, s- right, more missions for multiplayer. Yeah, I, I think. Um... Rockstar would be better off instead of worrying so much about the online at this point once the heist is out that they just kind of like it. Maybe you know, add some stuff to it maybe here and there nothing big but focus on the story stuff just making the actual like adding to the single player part. You know, I wouldn't mind them actually putting I wouldn't mind if they canceled the heist like just said we're canceling the heist but we're working on multiplayer DLC for Working on multiplayer DLC for like casinos, other parts of the world. You can go to like, there's a part where you maybe there's an island where you can go to like a part of a Liberty City, maybe uh, uh, maybe Vegas. Yeah, but I think like I wouldn't mind that. I think at this point they kind of have to have the heist out because it, it it might hurt the Rockstar brand in the future again, if they just put those, they put those. If they put those hosts out and nobody likes them, that's a huge blowback. I think, I think it's been nine months and, uh, oh, these hosts are only for a hundred K. I can get this in a fucking hour. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is though, is for them, it's better yeah. to release them and they suck than them just to not release them at all. And basically lie to their, the whole community and it could hurt the rockstar brand in the future more to just have not release some than to just have bad ones. And I think I think when they do play them, when they eventually do have heist, that the probably the amount of money you get for it, you could probably just do stupid side stuff and get it faster. But I think the point is people want to get together with their friends and do all those crazy missions together. Yeah, I can see that pretty much happening right there. Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of curious how many there's going to be though. If they're like they're going to have a couple. Like, imagine it comes out, it took them nine months to make, like, three. There's got to be, like, 20 or 30 of them to make that worth it. <laughs> well, say, uh, if you actually play the game online, you could actually, uh, go into the, like, you can go see, like, where those convenience stores are. You can see banks, like, just conveniently placed right beside the 
convenience stores. Like you can see people, you can see tellers at the banks, but you can't walk into. Yeah, the so bank. they've they've had this in place for a while. So they built this. They built that city for this, but they just haven't got the missions in there yet. Oh man. <laughs> well, anyway, let's go ahead. Like uh, with uh, another topic right here. Apparently this week there was a reveal here for Borderlands, like 1.5, like basically Borderlands the pre-sequel, (laughs) as what people are calling it. It takes place like between the events of Borderlands 1 and Borderlands 2, where basically it just explains the whole thing about why why there's that symbol on the friggin' moon, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I, I really don't know much. I honestly don't know much about this game, uh... I heard. I just heard about it a couple days ago when uh, Vincent and Knuckles got in an argument on our, our Facebook message. <laughs> I, see, that thing pisses me off. He uh, he hates everything that's different. He hates Almost. everything you like. That's I, I, there's a difference. You know, that's a thing. Well, <laughs> he seems to, like hate every like major like for the major thing. Like I can get behind it with some things like fucking. Uh, that alien piece of shit game and uh, that stupid fucking Duke Nukem yeah. game. Like, I can get behind him with those types of games that are, like, genuinely bad. But there's games he's mentioning that are actually good. He just never gives a chance. <laughs> no. And I wish you were on this episode, Vince, so I can just say this to your face. <laughs> well, or say this to your yeah. ears. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> God, what was that? I fucking forgot all about that. No, what, thing actually, I gotta uh, say this: this is not bad. This drink is not bad after you add a lot of Gatorade to it. Like, <laughs> after you fucking after you uh, dilute the vodka. After you get drunk. After, after you drink all the vodka out of it and just add more Gatorade, it's pretty good. It tastes a lot like Gatorade. It's amazing. <laughs> after you just down the bottle of fucking uh, Grey Goose. Yeah, pretty much. I, that's fucking... basically what I did. I did a couple shots of, of vodka. <laughs> I talking about wrestling, and then I went back to the drink, and it's pretty good. I'm gonna make another one. But uh, this is okay. happening, guys. Well, 2K Games uh, announced uh, officially announced uh, Borderland Prequel. Okay. That's only going to be for 360, PS3, and PC, mm. and not for the current gym like for Xbox One and PS4. Vodka. But but it's supposed to take place in between Borderlands One and Two, where a young, handsome Jack has got you through the game, uh-huh. and you play as his lieutenants. Like if you played Borderlands too, you know, you know of Wilhelm and you know of Athena. Yep. And there's, which I I don't understand why there's a playable. This is this guy's a playable character, but you can be able to play as Claptrap, <laughs> <laughs> the garbage robot. That's funny. So yeah, I was like, I. I have a couple. Uh, I have a couple ahead. questions about it. You seen? You know more about it than I do. Um, is this gonna be like a full price title? Or is I mean, do we know? Is this gonna be like a DLC? They, they ha- uh, 2K hasn't announced the announced the freaking price for what, it. What about re- it's not? It's it's gonna be released later this okay. year, right? And uh, it's gonna be de- primarily developed by 2K Australia. Which I think is the same company that made that piece of shit uh, Aliens game. Yeah. Uh-oh. But it's using the... It's, but it's actually using the Borderlands 2. Yeah, engine. that's the difference. They already have a good engine in place with Borderlands. They don't need 
You know, they're not creating yeah. their own game here, and basically. Let's be honest. Aliens, that franchise has had more shitty games than it has good ones. Well, it hasn't had a single good game, so. It's had decent Well, games, Aliens but... 3 for the Super Nintendo. Come okay, on. okay, one and then there was good one, game. And then there was, like, another, like, one for... That one AVP game oh that was, like, gosh. 10 which, years old. Which one was it? I'm starting to draw a blank. I think the Atari Lynx either had, like, a decent, like, oh, uh, Alien come, person. Come on. Come, really? Game. We're going that far back. Well, really? that's, well, Knuckles said Super Nintendo, so I know there uh. was a game, the Alien vs. Predator game, that's supposed to be okay. Alien Three, Aliens Three was a good game, but a shitty fucking movie. <laughs> but uh, all right, back on track. It's gonna have uh, it's gonna be primarily primary developed by Two K Australia with uh, a, with the original some Gearbox developers right. working on it, like jumping in for help. Um, but and as uh, Ginger Boy was mentioning about on our Facebook chat. He was uh, Vincent was bitching about this game. He was bitching that uh, no, I don't even remember. It's like how it's not going to be for the PS4 and 360 or Xbox One, but it's going to be for the next gen or old gen. Yeah. And I was thinking, it's like I'm thinking, it's like since this is not really a uh, Gearbox Borderlands, they don't want to have this as their primary uh, as their this as this. Is there being their first game, like on the new consoles? They really don't want to tarnish that reputation. I feel like this game's <laughs> gonna be. And, I, I feel like this game's gonna be like the Gears of War judgment of the series, where it's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be basically it's the from, same thing from the screenshots that I, from the screenshots I'm looking at. It looks exactly like Borderlands yeah. 2, except on Pandora's Moon. You know what? Yeah, so yeah, I think Ginger Boy does have a. And what all it could probably be, a, it it could probably be all we know is like a DLC that was too big for Borderlands Two. Yeah, kind of like what Saints Four turned into. Saints Row Four, and uh, there's another one, like Halo ODST oh my was. Gosh, yeah. yeah, man, that just kind of that kind of just makes me like think about how many like uh, games that. Uh... How many game franchises have come out and stuff where it has like that type of middling game? Like say, like Ginger Boy was saying, Gears of War Judgment. I mean, there was uh, God of War Ascension, Halo Three ODST. I mean, the list goes on and stuff. Even Assassin's Creed Unity and uh, Liberation yeah, games as well. Not to mention the Batman Arkham Origins and stuff like that. I mean, there's or Origins was a piece of shit game. When well, it's no, yeah. like the problem. The problem with these games are they're not bad games. They're just more the same with, like, basically there's no, like, innovation to them. Yeah. They basically, someone, a good, good developing. You can't really innovate Borderlands. Cool. So. I mean, what I'm saying, though, yeah, what, I'm, what I mean by it is somebody already made, a, put a good game together, put all, put the, built the program, a good, de- a good development team put this together, and then they made a bunch of them. They come to work on something else. So they just kind of, so this, the B team is going to work, kind of like Bioshock 2. Where the guys in Bioshock started working on another game, uh, Bioshock Infinite, and they made Bioshock Two, and it was a good game, but they didn't really. There was no innovation to the game. It was more just like like what Jack said. It's a cash grab. It's just copy yeah. paste, bam, put it out there for as cheap as possible. We'll make yep. a bunch of money off of it. All right, real quick, uh, Ginger Boy, did you like Handsome Jack? Um, yeah, I I, I did. Um, I will admit I did not finish Borderlands See, Two, but yeah, to what? I haven't finished Borderlands Two either. <laughs> well, that's another thing we can. I mean, you could do uh, 
yeah uh, gabe or jack whatever your name is but uh <laughs> we can also do for you uh ginger boy but well ginger boy could technically do, do it if he has like playstation plus but eh. i do have well, the game i have the game on PS3. my ps3 on the ps3 for free i just need to get ps3 <laughs> That's, that's but yeah, I'm looking at the screenshots. All it is is all it is, is Borderlands Two on the moon, with more weapons and different abilities. And the reason why Vincent hated this was besides the Xbox and besides the current gen fiasco, was that he hated Handsome Jack. And this game basically you're more just, Handsome Jack. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're following Handsome Jack's orders throughout the entire hmm. game. So it's Borderlands 2. And if you hate... Or... Well, technically, if I guess, if you want to get into that. You, you kind of are following his orders uh, in Borderlands 2. <laughs> yeah, but you're like, seriously, lieutenants of Handsome Jack. You're not, like, trying to kill okay. him. And unwittingly follow oh, yeah. him. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and finish off the rest of the gaming news that we have here. I mean, there's a possible major change could be happening inside Nintendo of America. Not Nintendo of America, but just like a Nintendo in general. With uh, their company president, Satoru Iwata, with uh, recent reports or something like that of his approval ratings by investors, the Japanese investors, like, reaching pretty much their all-time lows for him. This uh, next couple of months, like, especially this summer in general, is going to be really pivotal for him as uh, Nintendo, I mean, the Nintendo doesn't really have a lot that's scheduled through that uh, summer period, but, uh, I mean, it may help out a little bit that... uh, Smash Brothers and stuff, the 3DS version got announced that it's going to be releasing during that summer, but uh, that's the thing though, I could personally see him maybe, I wouldn't see him really stepping down though, but he could be ousted as president if say the Wii U stuff does not improve (laughs) Yeah, so basically what's happening is, I believe it's June, um, like the stock the, the stockholders get together and they just do their yearly what that your conference and it sounds like there's gonna be there's a they're gonna do a vote whether or not the voter confidence confidence in Iwata and there's a pretty good chance he might um, be be replaced and I, I I gotta say I mean I can understand it he's done he's done some good things with the company since he's been around um, but you look at the last three years. Nintendo is losing more money, more and more money. Yeah, uh, they're at all. They're this is the worst the company's been since they started doing video games in like eighty four or eighty five. I mean, yeah, thirty years. I mean, to their credit, yes, they do have like a couple of like couple like freaking billion or so in the bank and stuff. But it's still, it's regardless from a business perspective, he's loose. He's responsible for the company losing these multi million dollar like uh, like multi-millions of dollars and stuff and like profits over the span of the past couple quarters and stuff mm-hmm. i mean people always mention about how like the you know the, the gamecube was a bad decision but if you look at the gamecube was at least profitable yeah they made money off the gamecube yes the, the wii u is is, is a disaster you, you say game they say gamecube is a bad decision man my favorite game on that damn thing was pokemon oh no what i'm saying is i mean the gamecube like i've said before is my favorite console of all time but as far as if you look at what PlayStation 2 and the original Xbox did during that time is blew the GameCube away as far as where where they went with the GameCube where they tried it with with like the little disc and it just wasn't as powerful right as the, the other consoles it just didn't make as much money as it could have if they made it more along with the lines of what Sony and Microsoft was doing so 
And the Wii was great at, for a while there. It made a, a lot of money. It was it was a great thing to do. But he wasn't. I, I think maybe it wasn't all him. But he you know he has a he can veto whatever he wants basically. But yeah. he should have saw the fact. And people have been saying it for years was even when the the Wii first took off was this is can this thing last forever or like last for a long time? And, and it even saw in the last couple of years of the Wii were. The sales were dipping. You look at the attachment rate of the console; it was far and away, way below the competition. Where the average owner of the console was only buying two games a year. Yeah. The, the 360 and PS3 owners were buying maybe five or six, six. to yeah, yeah, like or like six to ten. It was, it was way more than what the Wii was getting, and it was the sales were dipping. People basically bought the console, played it for a couple times, put it away, maybe pulled it out during a party, and. They just did not realize that the whole casual thing and being different. I mean, being different is not always bad. I mean, but at the same time, you, you're a company. You want to do what's right for the stockholders. You know, and I know, I mean, I like the Wii U. I like what it's done. But it's it's not going to catch the mainstream audience. And if they if they were to get rid of them, I would completely understand it. And I would, I would if I was a stockholder and my money's in the line... I would probably um, vote make a vote of no confidence for him. My honest, my honest to goodness, like uh, opinion, like upon the Wii U console itself, a lot of this thing could have been attributed. Like, obviously, it would probably be doing a little bit better, say, if it wasn't so focused upon like this actual thing of the gamepad itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was too much emphasis on the gamepad, and look at how much that thing's actually used for certain games, like by either third-party developers or even by Nintendo themselves, they have yet to legitimize a reason why you should be playing games on this gamepad. I mean, sure, yeah. you can play it off TV, you can play 3DS, not 3DS, but like Game Boy Advance games and other stuff of games like off TV, but other than that, there's really not a lot of games that emph- like emphasize this, uh, like having use of this gamepad, you know? Yeah, and I feel like Nintendo sometimes really, I mean really the last 15 years, is they're different just for the sake of being different than everybody else, and it it, it worked. They got a home run with the DS and the Wii, and the Wii, and they just you know they well, kind of play off that and didn't the work. Th- the thing about Nintendo is like they from the beginning like they thought online was stupid, and they like you know how uh, the 360 launched with uh. achievements like. Achievements caught on, like Steam got achievements, World of Warcraft got achievements. Even PlayStation got achievements. Eventually, the PlayStation, <laughs> even place, yeah, PlayStation Three uh, put in a, a trophies, which everyone knows that wasn't as good as achievements. But yeah. and the uh, Nintendo's came out and directly said that we feel like we don't the we don't want to force the, our uh, our intended audience to actually. Uh, go for stuff that we don't want the game to tell them what to do we want the people to play the game how they want to play it which you could do that with PS4 or P- Playstation Xbox yep. WoW and Steam yeah. just because the games have achievements doesn't mean you need to do the achievements exactly I mean Nintendo they've been so out of touch with their own general audience and stuff for years and I would actually would think that maybe like the ousting of say Wada may be actually a positive thing. Get a lot of new developers, like get a lot of new people. <laughs> like it's update the update your Wii U this fall for achievements. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Well, that's just one thing they could possibly do. No, wait, we're going to call them medals. <laughs> or ribbons or trophies or whatever. I can see Not ribbons trophies. actually be... Ribbons, yeah, ribbons, ribbons, ribbons probably would work. Sounds like we gold fit, ribbon, or we silver fit ribbons, ribbons, like bronze ribbons and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, that's the thing, though. Nintendo is just so starving right now for, say, like some sort of new ideas or like new like, type of... Uh, new type of leadership because a lot of the people that have been around with this company for years they are just reaching like towards their 50s their 60s some some of them even i mean yeah my mito yeah my motto yeah miyamoto and stuff like that i mean they bring out some great games and stuff when they have like time to invest inside the various like like development teams and stuff like that they put out some great games like first party wise but yet there's hardly anything new that i'm seeing that is just catching a new generation of uh like if gamers like it was like they were say back in say the Super Nintendo generation or like the N sixty four type of things, I mean, gradually like honestly and stuff like that back when those days you would have some sort of third party support, but uh, but uh, anyway, <laughs> no, I mean the the, to kind of go off that is just, I mean, you look at it, it feels like, I mean, they're becoming kind of like Nintendo is becoming what people complain about the PlayStation and Xbox a lot is you get a lot of sequels, a lot of the same games over and over again. Yeah. And it feels like that way with some of the games that are coming out, like that are coming out or that came out. Like there's nothing really, I mean, they're good games, yeah. but there's nothing really innovative about the games they're doing. Like exactly. Don- Donkey Kong, the new Donkey Kong game. It's, it's it seems, I mean, I play, I only play a little bit of it at a friend's house, but I mean, there's nothing like innovative about it that it's like nothing like game changer about it it's a it's a really solid platformer i mean you look at the the super mario super mario land really good game but nothing innovative about it like these are all great games and games i love to play but there's just like there's not that it's not super mario galaxy you know it's not twilight princess there's nothing that's like it doesn't change the game to you know to make people want to go out and get that console no the thing it's is like, oh, well, the thing is, I want them to like go into new ideas, new ideas for like new different IPs and stuff for mm-hmm. Nintendo. They have they've exhausted a lot with the Zelda franchise, with the Mario franchise. I want them to do something different on the Wii U that I can't get anywhere else. Something that's going to intrigue me enough so I can actually play their console without like you know. <laughs> yeah, without and not like by exclusive like make you want to get the Wii U, not make. Game Boy Advance and Super Nintendo games exclusive yeah. to the Wii U. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, going on to some more Nintendo news right here, which is our little last bit of uh, topic things for the week. There has been a huge smorgasbord of Super Smash Brothers news, thanks to that uh, Smash Brothers Direct a couple of days ago, where uh, Masahiro Sakurai actually went on like uh, the Nintendo Direct, started laying Hey, Jack, Jack, that was really yeah. sexy. Can you say that again? <laughs> what, the name? Yeah. Masahiro Sakurai? <laughs> oh. oh yeah <laughs> suck it to me baby yeah <laughs> I wonder if Austin Powers is on Amazon <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was just it is about fucking Austin Powers <laughs> oh god well anyway during this whole direct we found out yeah baby yeah we found out a few things one the Wii U version of uh, Super Smash Brothers is going to be released sometime during the like the winter of 2014, which basically can mean anywhere from November or December or even the first part of 2015. If uh, that, like February, yeah, but I don't want that to happen, obviously. But he's uh, November, <laughs> maybe. 
But uh, the 3DS version is going to be coming out first, and it's going to be coming out during the summer, which, you know what? Hell yeah. That's a, yes. that's a smart move. Yes! Yes! I know! Yes. <laughs> no, it's actually, it's a really smart move, I think, because I was always, I always thought it was kind yeah, of weird the to have... The 3DS version actually comes out with an extra game mode. Yes, and yep. And levels. Um, what, what I think it's actually a smart move business-wise, because... Uh, you don't like, if these games come out at the same time. Yeah, they're just gonna like they're gonna just cannibalize each other. Where they're like yep. none of them's gonna like not one's gonna sell five million copies. Or, you know they're combined maybe sell five million copies. This way you got everybody getting the 3ds version. It's gonna sell like gangbusters because it's Super Smash Brothers. Right, and then people might that have a 3ds might get hyped up for the for the console. After five minutes of bashing the Nintendo, we're gonna praise them here for a little while. Um, but. <laughs> They're, they're, people are going to get the 3DS. Of course, we have to even it and out. You know what? We have to even it out. I really, like I've said before, I really want a Wii U. I'm going to have a Wii U before the year's over. I'm saying it right now. Because with Mario Kart and Smash Brothers coming out this year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I can't wait. Dude. Uh, Sma- oh, God. From like, like, I know. From like a gaming perspective right now at this moment and stuff, even before like E3 is upon us and stuff, I see more incentive to get a Wii U than, say, like an Xbox One at the moment. This is kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they also had like a year and a half lead. Yeah, but. yeah, I know, I know, but I'm just saying, yeah, just a lot of the things that they've announced for this, uh, the new features and stuff for Smash Brothers. I mean, there's no more characters that do transformations like Sheik and uh, Zero Suit Samus and stuff, or their own separate characters. Which, hey, oh, nice. that's awesome because you don't have to do the down B for Zelda or like uh, do the final smash for like uh, Samus and stuff in order to like get to their alter like alternative like forms. I'm pretty sure this is going to be the. I'm pretty sure this is going to be the first uh, Super Smash Brothers game I won't be great at. <laughs> well, you don't, you never know, and stuff like that. Because it's going to be the first one I actually get to Let's own. Let's see. <laughs> There's actually been like a new like adventure mode or something like that inside the 3DS version, which uh, it's not called adventure mode. It's it's something else. I'm not too sure what exactly it's called, but basically what it is is uh, you have a couple characters that go through this this giant like freaking map or something just to get like collect a lot of like. Uh, I think it was like either like a lot of like points or something like that, a lot of something, and you can actually use that inside the like the match and stuff once you finish the obstacle course or something like that. I'm not too sure at the moment, but uh, anyway, you use that. It's sort of like an advantage to go and uh, you know fight your opponents and stuff like that for the 3ds type of like battling and stuff like that, the four person battle stuff. But uh, other news that came out from this is like there's actually introduction of uh, some new like a competitive stuff like you could either play for fun or like play for competitive stuff which you know what i've been wanting like for a long time like uh an actual competitive aspect where okay we don't have any items on we're only gonna do select stages and basically what they're giving us is like uh no items final destination and just a whole bunch of variants for final destination which hey that's cool i'm this is not gonna be bored playing one stage (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh that's not the biggest thing that was revealed right here no we actually had a couple of character reveals as well i mean yes we got reconfirmation of characters like zero suit samus and Sheik, and even the return of yoshi but uh we actually got a reveal of another returning character charizard like right like without the pokemon trainer so hmm. No, oh, I kind of like the Pokemon Charizard. trainers. His character, yeah, the Pokemon own. trainer, you know, with Squirtle, Ivysaur, and then Charizard. You would have to switch between the three. 
See, I, I couldn't stand I, that. I, I thought like it was kind of cool. Uh, it was kind of cool in concept, but uh, I really liked it just like, if it were just like one Pokemon in general. You know? Have you, have y'all guys been, have y'all guys actually played a tournament and you see some guy as a Pokemon no. trainer? And you just been in a room with all these guys try, playing like this Mario and Sonic and beating the shit out of everyone. <laughs> and then you see the guy playing as a Pokemon trainer. Like, everyone's in a mad fuss. You're all in a circle. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, I'm at 300, da- 300 damage. And, oh crap, what move does what? Oh shit, no, I didn't mean to say a bubble sword. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, I do like the decision of having like Charizard and stuff because... Hell, his final smash, and they were hinting like on the trailer that they released, he can actually do it with like the Mega Charizard X and stuff like that. That'd be freaking crazy. It's not really hinting. They have a picture of, hey, recognize this guy? It's Mega Charizard. <laughs> but an actual surprising character reveal, actually a one new character reveal, was uh, Greninja, the final evolution for uh, the Pokemon X and Y versions and stuff, the final evolution of Froakie. That is out of nowhere. I actually really like this choice. Because it's like, you have the whole ninja appeal and stuff like that. He uses substitute to dodge, like, water shuriken to do, like, projectiles and stuff like that. It's like crazy. Is, uh, is Pikachu confirmed for this game? Yes. Okay, good. It wouldn't be a Smash Brothers game. Alright, I wanted to make sure. I like Pikachu. I mean, the only returning characters, like, Pokemon-wise, that haven't been really confirmed yet have been Mewtwo and Jigglypuff, but, uh... Was, I thought was Mewtwo in the last one in Brawl. No, he was in Melee. Okay, he was in Melee. Jigglypuff's been a standard like ever since the first Smash Brothers. So, which is fucking I retarded agree, though. But yet there's he, he picked the only reason someone would pick Jigglypuff is um, if another person picked well, Kirby. Well, not just that, but there's like an instant KO move that Jigglypuff does when it starts to sleep <laughs> if you time it just right. Kind of like the same with like uh, Luigi's like up like up B move if you get really close into an opponent. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, all that announcement, all those announcements and stuff, all those features, those new stuff, it really had me really hyped to wanting to play Smash Brothers. <laughs> I want a Wii U. Damn it, dude! You have a 3DS. I know, but I want a Wii U. God. Don't judge me. Sir, so buy And there damn will thing be twice. some sort of like feature unlock if you have both versions, like say for the 3DS and for the Wii U. But uh, they'll release like the info another time, so I'm expecting maybe like around E3 we'll learn more about uh, these features. Yeah, I, ma- I imagine E3 we're gonna get a release date on at least the 3DS version. So I'm gonna go ahead and go into Wrestler of the Week, which uh, it should be no surprise for anyone if after the whole Wrestlemania like uh, 30 weekend but uh, my wrestler of the week I'm going to choose the ultimate warrior why Damn why it. because oh just for a multitude of reasons why I mean he had a fantastic career he had a lot of various like uh, obvious like just crackpot like opinions and like things like uh, over the years as well I mean mm-hmm. yes at times he was a racist he was a bigot and stuff like out of the ring but inside the ring his character is just like iconic Really noticeable, all those promos, like, in revolving, like, Hulk Hogan and stuff like that at WrestleMania Six, The whole crashing of the plane, the, the whole, assume the controls, Hulk Hogan. You know. Take a nosedive, Hulk Hogan. I know, uh, that whole crazy-ass promo. promo. It's just a great, it's just a great thing. You need to go onto YouTube and watch it, because it's literally some of the most bizarre type of just, like, invigorating, just, it's really, 
it's sort of like a piece of art, really, in a, a, like a strange way, because it just matches his character, just this like, just, just like inch by inch, you know, it just matches it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the Ultimate Warrior, he was known for like uh, various like titles and stuff like that. He would run to the ring, and there was actually like various reports when he would run to the ring. Sometimes the the wind of like the force of his running and stuff would actually sprain wrists of fans. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, he had this like particular like finisher and stuff where we would actually do like a body splash or something like that on the back. It was of the a gorilla ball. slam. It was like a gorilla. He had a, a signature where it was like a gorilla press, like gorilla press slam or something like that. Then he would go like just for his finisher, just like do a big old body splash in the back of an opponent, and then just like uh, you know go on like this like this cocky ass pin and stuff like that. But uh, he had a lot of various feuds, not just with Hulk Hogan, but also with Rick Rude as well. I think there was actually like a little feud or something where he actually pants to Rick Rude <laughs> after a match. Yeah. Um, then he had the, the epic retire, retirement match, WrestleMania 7, with the, with the Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a good one too. But yeah. uh, the re- the most of the reason why that I mentioned the Ultimate Warrior is uh, unfortunately he did pass this like last Tuesday, which is crazy considering he just got done with the Hall of Fame that Saturday. Last Saturday. Then on Monday in Raw, he cut his last promo. Like, he had a little mask and stuff, Ultimate Warrior stuff. He was just getting into his character. Just cut the speech about immortality and, like, death and how you would be remembered and blah, 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 and so on and so forth. It was like if he knew his time was going to be coming to an end and he just wanted to get his last bit of information to the next generation of wrestlers before he uh, passed on. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it was less than... He was on on Hall of Fame Saturday. He had... Really great speech. Sunday he was on WrestleMania. Yep. Cheered on. Seventy five thousand people chanting chanting his name. Yep. And then Monday he was on Raw. Did his had a great had a great promo. And then passed away Tuesday. It was. I remember. I I remember waking up Tuesday night, um, like one o'clock in the morning. And I got a, I saw a message about it and just shock. It was just a really shocking moment for me. Um, I know. Um. I mean, like growing up, I like when I when I started watching wrestling, it was at the tail end of his his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember, like my uh, cousin gave me when I was like three or four. He gave me like he had like this Ultimate Warrior, like a doll. It was like a like almost like a stuffed animal, kind of like Ultimate Warrior, kind of like a fashion just... bunny, kind of sort of. Yeah, it was it was all cotton. I remember actually, I had I had them, and I used to play with them all the time. I remember distinctly remember when I was like probably four or five, jumping off the arm of my parents' couch. And doing like a doing like a, a splash onto him onto my Ultimate Warrior doll and oh. breaking my parents' couch, oh. like the, the middle the cushion, and I, I broke the arm of the couch I jumped off of, and the and the cushion at the in the same jump. <laughs> I know, it's, just, it, it's a crazy. It was crazy. It's just kind of crazy to just like think that. I mean, it was, it was really heartbreaking. I mean, even though like I, I missed the the prime. I was he had the prime of his career was before I was born, but just fact like. I watched the guy on Saturday, Sunday, Monday live, and had this great moment reconciled with all the people that you know. He was he was known. He wasn't like the easiest guy to get along with in his time. No. Um, but he reconciled with like Hulk Hogan, Ted DiBiase, Vince McMahon. He he sued Vince McMahon multiple times, and yet he you know, finally and, buried the hatchet with Vince McMahon, which is just it's crazy to me. You know. Yeah. It's almost like he knew, like we months ago, that his time was coming up, and he just wanted to. He he saw he he recklessly realized that he just needed to fix these so stupid hold his grudge for twenty years, 
reconcile everybody at the same time, get a nice payday, and help his family out because he has an eight year old and eleven year old daughter and a forty year old wife. You know, it's just like I know. What really he, sucks is he actually he actually signed like a multi million like a multi like uh, multi year deal multi year deal and stuff as being the WWE ambassador and stuff like that. Just yes, yeah, so I'm, ho- that I'm hoping that is I'm hoping that with his uh. You know, he, he has a DVD that just came out. He he's, they, they sell his merchandise. You know, and I imagine, like, he's going to get... Hopefully, that's, the family will be okay financially, and hopefully, in time, emotionally, will be uh, recovered from this. So, anyway, yeah, that's pretty much Wrestler of the Week for uh, this week. The Ultimate Warrior. May he rest in peace, and may he be body-slamming St. Peter all the way up in the lunch <laughs> line. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh boy. Anyway, Knuckles, do you have any type of random Twitter Twitter follower of the week? You know, I do. I wanted to go a little bit close to okay. home on this one. Um, if you don't know, me and G- Ginger Boy come from the to- old talking shit forums. Oh. And uh I doubt I've done this one before. He but he's a captain okay. over there. Follow it. At ARY's Books. Oh, ARY's Books. Is that Jitterbug? <laughs> yes. Yes. And, then yes. Go, and go on Amazon and buy his books. Uh, Jitterbug, if you're a fan of the... Uh, if you're a fan of... Of the Talking Ship, he, his first book called Deadlock is free on... Uh, Amazon. Uh, uh, yeah, it's free on Amazon. You can read it. I read it. Or I listened to the audiobook that came out, and uh, I was wanting uh, Deadlock to, by right after I finished listening to oh, it. Oh man, like it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh, sounds like an entertaining like listen, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. It's a great book. All right. Well, anyway, you can reach us, like, say, on our message boards. If I'm not too sure if anyone still goes on to here, drunk dash nerds plus like dot proboards.com check out our facebook page here for drunk dash nerds also if you want to follow us on twitter drunk dash no drunk underscore nerds on twitter it's I written know, I know. on our I show know, notes and, it too, and you almost got, got it wrong. wrong it's funny oh. <laughs> but fuck those guys on youtube that taught that freaking shit because we cannot use drunk nerds well hell they haven't used it in years all. and stuff it's... like that it's not like they're gonna actually just come up tomorrow I'm, i might be able to i might be able to contact youtube he's like this account's been inactive can i get it hmm well you might try that i'm i'm gonna try to do that i want to try to do that. well good luck with that then knuckles <laughs> well anyway guys that's been it for episode 43 of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. I have been your host, the Jack of Hearts. I was Ginger Boy. And I've been Knuckles. Also, uh, Jack, I challenge you to match now. (laughs) Now bring it on, brother. Oh, yeah. Dig it. Assume the controls, Knuckles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I got my I got my hand in my dick already. <laughs> I'm already there. Wow. Good night, Good night everybody, and we're out. I'm sorry, people. Speak to me, warrior!
No WWE talent becomes a legend on their own. Every man's heart one day beats its final beat. His lungs breathe their final breath. And if what that man did in his life makes the blood pulse through the body of others, it makes them believe deeper in something than larger than life, then his essence, his spirit, will be immortalized by the storytellers, by the loyalty, by the memory of those who honor him and make the running the man did live forever. You, 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 you are the legend makers of Ultimate Warrior. In the back, I see many potential legends, some of them with warrior spirits, and you will do the same for them. You will decide if they lived with a passion and intensity, so much so that you will tell your stories and you will make them legends as well. I am Ultimate Warrior. You are the Ultimate Warrior fans. And the spirit of Ultimate Warrior will run forever! The Ultimate Warrior! The newest member of the Hall of Fame!